Because people people start to feel like you owe them something. Facts. People feel like you owe them something like you're obligated to do things that you're not. Yeah. I work for this money. Hard. I work hard <laughs> for this money. So if you call and tell me, hey, I need $100, and I tell you I don't have it, mm-hmm. which I really do have it, I have it for me. Me, yeah. You know, I don't have $100 to give you. Right. So, and, and that's my thing. I feel like I've fallen out with a lot of people because of... Because saying no. Calling in can't come to work. Oh, that's ghetto. It's the fifth. Deadline was the first. Oh, that's ghetto. Payroll do again. Pockets hurt. Oh, that's ghetto. Good idea. Now we buying merch. Oh, that's ghetto. Payment mix. Ooh, the ghetto. Say she quit. Ooh, the ghetto. Late on your rent. Rent is ghetto. New event. Ooh, the ghetto. Invoice in. That ain't ghetto. Money spin. Oh, that's ghetto. Hold on. It's kind of ghetto being a CEO. Welcome back to another episode of the Ghetto CEO Podcast. Listen, you know over here we keep it raw and unfiltered and give you the real truth behind being a CEO, right? Like there's no school for literally learning the behind the scenes of being a CEO, but we teaching you, okay? I bring you real people that go through real shit, okay? So here today, we got my girl, K Savage. She is the owner of K & Co. Um, she has created this online fashion boutique that has taken the, the internet by storm. So I want you guys to meet my girl, Kay Savage. I'm excited. Oh my gosh, like this is <laughs> gonna be so good. So let them know who you are. And listen, you came all the way from Louisiana, right? I did. You had some stuff to get off your <laughs> chest. Okay. Let them know um, who you are and how you became this bomb CEO. I am Kay. I go by K Savage. Yes. I'm the founder and CEO of K and Company. It's an online women's boutique. Um, we started out in 2015. Um, and basically, I started selling clothes out the trunk of my car. Really? The trunk of my car. I was, um, when I started K and Company, I was still living with my mom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to have my own boutique. Oh, I want to wow. have my own store. I literally thought I wanted to have a storefront, multiple mm-hmm. storefronts, yeah. but online worked out better for me. Right. Yeah, and so, so you started it from the trunk. Of, how old were you? I was 25. Okay. 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 So you was fairly young. Like, so you was like, did you ever wear corporate or anything like that? No. Me neither, girl. <laughs> it wasn't the life for me. <laughs> it was like, I see this money. Let me go get it. But I think that we have a different type of hustle about us. Because yeah. it's not like somebody, I had a six-figure check I had saved up to go start this business. So how did you even get like the funding and figure out like what you was going to do with this business? I started the business with the last $800 I had mm. to my name. I invested that $800. And I'll tell you, the first two to three years... Mm-hmm. I was flipping that same eight hundred dollars. Like when when you're starting out and people start to purchase things from you, you're so excited that oh my god, people like what I have to offer. People see me, you know, they want to buy from me. People want to support me. So it's like you're so excited about the support Mm -hmm. that you're not even worrying about the money. Right. It's like you don't even see that you're not making a profit. Absolutely. And it's like you know, as I grew bigger, I started to see like. Okay, the math not mad. Right. You know, something got to change. <laughs> no, the math okay. is not mad thing. Right. But I was so excited. And you know how people say, enjoy the journey. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the money. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm still, that's me right now. Like, yeah. I enjoy the journey. Um, I feel like my business has taken a major turn since mm-hmm. the pandemic. Okay. 
I feel like is that like good, bad? Like what you feel like has changed? Bad. Mm, tell me more. I've seen a major decrease mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in sales. Yeah. And it's just like, damn, like, is this life now? Mm. Like, because you know, once you start to make a certain amount of money, yeah. you adjust your lifestyle Period. to that money, yes. to that. So, and yeah. that that was me. You know, I started, you know, I was the girl who was making us the million dollars in six months yeah. and two million dollars in a year. Right. And so I adjusted my lifestyle to that. Absolutely. Nobody knew the pandemic was going to come. Right. And you know, at, when the pandemic started... Oh, everything was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was like everybody was home. Right. You know, we got COVID. Nobody, nobody's working. So everybody's home <laughs> shopping online. Yep. You know, the money is flowing like crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, I love this. Right. But then came 2021. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, okay. Things like are slacking after, up. Like it's the aftermath. Yeah, things like- are slacking up. And then I ended up getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's like my pregnancy was so hard that I couldn't really, I hired models, but it's like, Things were so hard on me mm-hmm. that I couldn't work with the models. Right. And I feel like if I'm not there to do everything, it won't work out. Mm. And I feel like everybody is so used to me being a face of my brand yeah. that they they don't adjust to my models. Yeah. You know? And I'm just like, what am I gonna do? Right. And, and I, I think the thing that I even seen, like I was I was telling you before we started, like I seen that I was like, okay, it's K, 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 right? And, but I didn't even realize that you were like, you got an assistant, but you like the one that's running the business. I run the business. I do everything. And it's hard because I still have a family. Yeah. I have two kids. I have a fiance. So it's like, you know, you have to, you have to find balance. You know, you have to be a mom. You have to be a fiance. You have to be a friend. You have to be a daughter. You have to be a sister. Mm -hmm. You know, and all of that is just, Ghetto. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's definitely very ghetto. And I think that a lot of times we don't talk about like the pressures of like perfection and the pressures of doing more because just like you talked about, um, like as you continue to keep growing, it's like you feel like it should always be up. Right. 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 And so sometimes when you like level out or you like it, it's a slight decline, you like, dang, what I do? Yeah. Like, Cause it's your fault, right? Right. Is it something I did or mm-hmm. this is just life right now? But I'm like, I'm not giving up. Yeah. You know, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. I'm going to keep going because if I did it once, I can do it again. Right. And you know, everybody look at me like, oh, Kay have such good content. Kay always dropping new arrivals. Mm-hmm. Like she's always on it. But Kay be going through it. Yeah. Like I be going through it. Some, some weeks I don't make any sales. Yeah. It's some months where my sales are so low. So I'm just like, do I even still want to do this? Right. Like, do I want to go get me a nine to five? Right. Listen, girl, when you <laughs> want to sign me up. Okay. <laughs> Like, it's, it's hard and I think sometimes people that work jobs like they also take advantage they don't understand like getting a consistent check every two weeks is I was like I would love it start me up right but I even though I, I say it all the time being a CEO is ghetto I wouldn't trade it for the world right and I know that you feel the same way yes. like you just wouldn't trade it for the world but how have you like stayed encouraged during this season because like I said I've experienced the same thing so you're not alone sister okay <laughs> um I've experienced the same thing and it's like Sometimes I just don't want to do it. I be like, yo, y'all can have all of this. Like, I'm good. Because it brings you on so much anxiety and so much stress. But how do you stay encouraged through this? 
I feel like God has the last say so. Mm. I feel like God is bigger than all of this. Absolutely. And if he did it once, he could do it again. Fair. So I'm just like, he gave it to me once. He gonna give it to me again. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, I'm gonna keep working with what I have. Yeah. You know, I feel like if I start to complain, it's like, why are you pl- why are you praying and complaining? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're gonna com- Ooh, complain, you know what? If you're gonna complain, why pray? Yeah. You know, I feel like it's 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 a lot, but I feel like God got my back. Period. And He make a way out of no way. Mm-hmm. When I think things are just at its worst, right. you know, I'm like, dang, you know, I made it through it. You know, I feel like the trouble don't last always, and. Yeah, <laughs> I got to keep and, going. And you have, and I think that's the thing. Like finding the motivation to keep going, and like finding the motivation, right? Like really to stay, stay up, right? You know, because everybody's looking at you. Yeah, your kids looking at you, your fiance. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, like you said, your sister, your mom, like all the things. Like, so how do you balance that that per- your personal life, but also business? Because you doing all the things in business, but also doing all the things personally. My family, my family, my fiance, my friends—they're very supportive. Mm. So it's like everybody understands. Yeah, you know, everybody understands. Like, I can't do this right now because right. I have to do this. Right. You know, and the bills have to get paid, so I have to work. My fiance has to work. So, you know, we're going to figure out a schedule like, hey, you're going to work these days and I'm yeah. going to work these days. <laughs> right, right. You know, this this is how things are going to work for now yeah. until we in a position so where we like, we both can take off. Right, you know? right, We right. good. You right. know, we can hire a team, but it's just like bringing on more people right now is bringing, taking away more money. Yeah, yeah. So it's like everybody understand like, you know. We got to get it. Yeah. We got to get it by anything. Yeah, yeah. And one thing that I love, too, about your story and where you are, like, as I was going through, like, your page and all the things, I see, like, not one celebrity, one, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, like, your real friends, your real man, your real life, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. And I admire that so much because it's, like, for me, I live in Atlanta, so it's, like, it's, you know, clout and all that thing. Right. But it's, like... I want to be with my friends. Like, I want to go play Monopoly and with my real friends that get it, not these fake, like, And and that's that's the thing a lot of... That's one thing I struggle with. And Mm -hmm. my friend was just telling me that Mm -hmm. recently. Like, everybody look at me like, oh, she bougie. Like, I don't want to be around her. And just like... And I am connected with a lot of celebrities. Mm -hmm. But I'm not a clout chaser. Right, right. I'm not a ass kisser. You know, I'm not... You know, I... I treat everybody the same. same you yeah. know, I treat everybody the same. You know, I feel like um, Super has done a lot for me for my mm-hmm. business. Toya has done a lot for me. Toy, yes. Toya Johnson. <laughs> Toya Rushing. Rushing, yes. that's my sister. Yes. She has done a lot for my business. And, you know, I appreciate them so much for what they have done. But I'm not on their back like... I want to be super. I want to be super friend. Yeah. I want to be Toya's friend. I want, I'm going here just because Toya's going to be here. Mm-hmm. No, you know, I appreciate what they done. And now it's my turn to use what they done for me and keep going. Yeah. You know, I don't have to try to be a celebrity or anything like that. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm a natural girl. And I I, think I'm a natural girl. I think that's the, the sweetness of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why I feel like you're going to continue to be blessed. The business is going to be blessed because it's like, I'm actually doing the work. Right. Like, cause you, and I'm pretty sure you've seen people like they got businesses, all the things, but you start trying to run it and talk to them like, oh, you know, yeah, my conversion rate. Da, da, da. And they like, huh? And I'm like, how you got a whole business? 
And you don't know what's going on, right? Yes. So, and you really doing the work. Yes, I'm doing the work. I'm doing the work. Next month will be eight years wow. I've been doing the work. And I'm just ready to go to the next level. Yeah. I'm just ready to go to the next level. I'm like, you know, it doesn't stop here. Right. What does the next level look like for you? Like, what what are you trying to... Like, what's the aspiration? I need everybody to know about Kay and Cole. Mm. I need everybody to... No. Like, (laughs) I need everybody to know. If this was two years ago, I probably wouldn't be here. Mm. I probably would be like, whatever. You know, I'm selling my clothes (laughs) online. I don't have time. Nah, I have big dreams. And, you know, I want everybody to know about me. Look, I just saw you in Mexico speaking. I'm like, that's goals. You know, I want people to know about me, but I want them to know about me. Not just the girl who has the boutique. Mm-hmm. The girl who gives back right. to the community, the girl who does a lot for people. You know, I want to be known in a positive light. Mm-hmm. So, and you yeah. used to do women empowerment events, right? Yeah, I did. What I happened? Did. Where is, are they coming back? We're like, what's going on? Everybody's been asking me. <laughs> like, I need to put something together. Yes. I need to put something together. I have a few ladies that um, I've been working with, like a small mentoring group, mm-hmm. and it's like. Every time I talk to them, I work with them, they're like, it just makes me feel like, you look up to me? Yeah. <laughs> like, me? Right, like, right. you're excited about what I'm doing? Yes. Like, you're willing to invest, you yeah. know, into me? Yes. And... It's just like, man, I, I got to do more. You got like, to. Like, I got to do more. Mr. Like, Caesar. yeah. And they, they love me. You know, yeah. it's the people that, that hate me, but it's, it's you know. Well, okay, right there. The good always the bad. Well, absolutely. So, yeah. Listen, y'all heard it here first. K is coming back <laughs> to the street. <laughs> coming no. back to the street. Yes, yes. No, I love it. Because one thing I think sometimes when we are going through the bullshit, like, the thing that keeps me encouraged is the other people. You know what I'm saying? The people I'm impacting. Because I've been there. Like, I, I had an episode with my financial advisor, and I talked about my million-dollar year. And I talked about, like, oh, my God, I made a million dollars in one year. I was so, like, everybody was so excited. But I had so much anxiety because I was like, damn, don't nobody care about a has-been? Like, I got to do this shit again. Right. And again, and right. again, and right. again. Right, And then after that first year, like, I'm looking at my bank account, like, where the fuck is my money? Like, who stole my money, right? <laughs> and so, like, I'm like, I we was running. I tell my students all the time, like, there's a difference between growth and profit. Like, sometimes you have to sacrifice the profit to be able to continue to grow and scale and all the things, right? Definitely. And so, it's a real journey. And I think a lot of people don't understand, but I say that to say, when I have those hard times, I'm able to see the people that come up to me and I promise you God send me a sign every time I could be in here crying talking to my boyfriend be like I don't do this no more it's crazy and then I walk downstairs and someone's like oh my god you helped me make $50,000 in my business I'm like I gotta keep going (laughs) you know so it's like I think you doing that will also help you continue to be right 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 
I agree. Yeah. I agree. And it, it is the people. Yeah. It's the people that makes you not want to give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just got to, like, really keep going. And I think, so, like, when you talk, think about, like, being a CEO is ghetto, right? Like, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Like, what is the hardest thing that you've battled or the hardest struggle or hardest thing you've tried to overcome? Have you took any losses? Like, what is that thing? The money, mm. the money is like, people say money change you. Mm-hmm. Money don't change you. Money change the people around you. Mm. It makes people feel obligated, Yeah, you know, and it makes people feel entitled. And it just, if I had to choose between just being that girl with the money or that girl without the money, I would choose that girl without the money mm. because having money People, people change and people treat you differently. You know, people put it on you like, oh, you know, she got money. She thinks she's this. She thinks she's that. No, you think I'm this. You Mm. think I'm that. You know, and I went through a lot with friends and family behind money. Money, they they think I have because of the lifestyle I live. And that's that's one of the hardest things that I deal with. the, The money part. The yeah. money part, like when you're when you're growing and you see that money coming in and you just want to tell the world like, oh, I made a million dollars. You know, I have to let everybody know. Mm-hmm. But I'm here to tell everybody. Start keeping things private. Mm. You know, and what I, happened to make you feel like you couldn't share with your your closest people? Because that's what we want to do. Because people people start to feel like you owe them something. Facts. People feel like you owe them something like you're obligated to do things that you're not. Yeah. I work for this money. Hard. I work hard <laughs> for this money. So if you call and tell me, hey, I need $100 and I tell you I don't have it, mm-hmm. which I really do have it, I have it for me. Me, yeah. You know, I don't have $100 to give you. Right. So, and and that's my thing. I feel like I've fallen out with a lot of people because of, because saying no. Right. When when people are so used to you saying yes, they don't handle no well. A mm. hundred yeses but one no. Yeah. And then they it, mad about the yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. And and that's one thing I struggle with. Yeah. You know? And I think that that goes into like entrepreneurship is very lonely. And I don't think that people talk about like the loneliness of being an entrepreneur. And uh, your fiance is an entrepreneur as well. Now he is. Okay. Now okay. he is. Yeah. So y'all probably could like, yeah, share war stories, now, right? You right. Know what I'm <laughs> but um, even like my my boyfriend's an entrepreneur, but still he don't always understand what I, like he has empathy, but he doesn't understand what's happening because we right. are two totally different business models, right? And I think that people don't really talk about entrepreneur being entrepreneurship being lonely. Have you felt like that? Yeah, I feel like that a lot. I feel like coming into this year, I was like, I don't want to deal with no BS. Yeah. And I got to a point in my life where I always see people say, don't dim your light, your light for others. Mm -hmm. I did that a lot Mm because I always wanted to make everybody around me feel comfortable. Yeah. So it's like I would lie about my finances. I would lie about my life. I would try to make things seem worse when it's actually good because I want my people around me to feel comfortable. Yeah. 
I don't want people to feel like, oh, K is the only one in the group with money. Mm-hmm. K is the only one around with money. And, you know, I don't want to be around her because, you know, I can't handle mm-hmm. her success. Right. So it's like I got to a point where I want to make everybody feel comfortable. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I'm struggling, too. Yeah. I'm going to say things are hard for me, too, when things are actually good for me. Right. And I don't want to live like that. No. You know, I want my friends, my family, everybody to be comfortable around me. Mm-hmm. You know, I want everybody to be okay with the fact that I'm doing good and they're not at the moment. And that was one of the things I'm like, I'm not going into the new year like that. Yeah. I'm going to pop my shit and whoever going to be around, they're going to be around. Whoever's not, they just got to go. Facts. Because I don't want to be that girl who just like, I'm faking my lifestyle. You know, Mm -hmm. it's fake. Like I'm sitting on the phone telling my friends, Oh, I ain't make no sales today. Things are hard. I didn't made $20,000 today. Yeah. But it's like, I'm being fake. You know, I'm not, I'm not living, you know? Right. And you can't I'm not even being share. me. Right, yeah. right. Because it's like, <laughs> you're proud. You know what I'm saying? And the, imagine your proudest moments have to stay silent. Yep. That's hard. It's very hard. It's very hard. It's like, I don't even call people no more and be like, you know, this is going on me. Because I know other people have things going on. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be calling like, oh, my God, girl, this just happened for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my friend is over there going through a divorce. Right, right. Or my friend is having a hard time with her business. So right. it's just like, you got to keep a lot of things to yourself and right. just, you got to keep going. But I'm, I have a heart for people. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, what do I do? Right. You know, what do I do? Do I stay away from my friends? Do I still talk my shit or you know what do I do and it's hard when everybody around you is not on the same level it's very hard and what I think I've done is that I I had to separate the communities right like I have a community I got if I can't call you and I was just like, if I can't call you when I'm sad, if I can't call you when something happening, like I need to be able to like, you are my friend. Right? right. But I separated them. Like I got my business friends that I know, like they get more, might be more of a successful than me. Right. I can ask you stuff, whatever. But then I got my friends that I know from home, back home. Like I literally had a best friend. Like this is my girl. Like I love her kids, like all the things. And we literally couldn't be friends because I felt like it was friction. When I kept going up and then like she was experiencing things in her own life and I, it hurt because people don't talk about the heartbreak behind entrepreneurship and how like you, I'm experiencing, I'm doing more, I got this, whatever. And then like everybody else is like not trying to be here for you. And it's really, um, it's really things that you have to really overcome. So how do you feel like this year? You say you're not doing it this year, right? Like, how do you feel like you're handling it this year to find the community and the space you, you belong in and that you're welcomed in? I feel like I, I just had to back away. Yeah. I had to spend less time worrying about people, mm-hmm. worrying about reaching out to people, worrying about if I'm going to talk to people and I focus on me. Mm-hmm. I feel like the whole eight years in business, I never really focused on me. I was more focused on how I could help everybody around me. Yeah. Like, that's my thing. Like, my main prayer was when I come up, I want to do this for my family. I want to do that for my family. Mm-hmm. But I was never really focused on what I'm going to do for Kay. Mm. So now I feel like it's all about me. Yeah. Everything is all about me. I want, I'm doing whatever I want to do. Whatever comes to mind, I'm doing it. I'm not, you can't come. I got to go by myself. Right. I got to do what I have to do right. for me. So me 
not having to worry about, oh, if my friend is going to be like, oh, well, I can't make it. I can't do it. And I just avoid calling and asking. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, cause I, I, I can feel where it's going, right. you know, and I know this is not going to be the answer I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So I got to, I got Go. to, I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. You know, I can't sit and wait around to see if people going to, how do I want to say this? <laughs> if people going to, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> they going to come along. Like, yeah, they, they going to yeah. come along. If people going to work around my schedule. Right, right, you know, right, right. Because a lot of people feel like that's her business. You yeah. know, that ain't my business. You right. know, I got my own going well, on. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like I went through a lot of drama, like personal drama last mm-hmm. year. And it put me in a very bad space. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I can't have another year like that. Yeah. Like it affected my business because it was like I was so angry and mm-hmm. upset till I'm I'm focused on this drama. Yeah. This is what I'm focused on right now. So I'm not even focused on my business. Mm-hmm. So things are going downhill with the business because the, the drama and the negativity have me so caught up at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even doing what I need to do for myself. And I didn't like it. I didn't right. like it. And I, I, I promised myself I would not be that girl again. Cause I was cutting up on social media. Mm. I was cutting up and I'm just like, I don't want people to see me like that. Right. I don't want people to be like, Oh girl, she, that's the girl. She be cutting up on social media. She always <laughs> got something going on. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like that. So I promised myself I would never let nobody get me out of character mm. again, especially nobody who's not on my level. Come on. So how, like, how do you feel? I feel good. Like about like now you feel like how do you feel about all of this stuff? Like now you feel good. I feel amazing. I feel like I'm in a good space. Yes. I'm in a good head space. You yeah. know, I feel like I have the right people around me right now. I feel yeah. like I'm connected to the right people right now. Absolutely. And things are just man, I've been in prayer. <laughs> I've been in deep prayer yeah. like God, you got to turn some things around. Absolutely. You know, you do your part and I'm going to do my part. Facts. And I feel like I'm good right now. I can honestly say I'm happy. For yeah. a long time, I wasn't. I was yeah. faking my happiness. Not just my relationship and things like that. Just overall happiness with yeah. everything, the way everything was going. Yeah. But now I'm good. I'm good. And I think know. that's the thing with, as the entrepreneur, like why I said it was like very lonely because sometimes you don't even feel like you can tell the people closest to you, like how you really feel, like how, like, and then sometimes you don't even know how you feel. Right. You're like, right. I'm just mad as fuck. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I just don't even know what's going on. And I think too, a lot of it, cause you grew up in your business like I grew up in my business and a lot of it is like I'm growing up as a woman but I also have to grow up like and do this business right right right. like I gotta figure out how to be tapped into me and my traumas and all of that like I'm learning that but I also gotta learn like about these customers and what they want and then now you know all the things and so it's like so much that you trying to balance at the same time 
And especially by yourself. Right. Like, it is a lot. Like, everybody just like, oh, you know, I want to start a business. Because they see the the luxury of it. Like, oh, these girls with these boutiques, they driving nice cars. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, they all cute on social media. They're yeah. posting their nice pictures. But it, it's a lot that come with that. Mm-hmm. Like, running a boutique is not just about going buy some clothes and posting it on the internet. Yeah. You can, you can post a hundred pieces, but... You don't have the audience. Mm-hmm. You don't have the look. Yep. You know, you're you're not delivering well. You yep. know, it's a lot that comes with not just a boutique running a business, mm-hmm. period. What was <laughs> one of the, the learning curves that you had when you started your business? Or did you even feel like you're still learning? I'm still learning every day. Yeah. Every day. It's like I, I look to people like you. You Aww. know, like, <laughs> I want to learn. You know, I see yeah. she... she I like I like what she's doing. Mm-hmm. I like the things that she's putting out here. You know, I, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Yeah. I'm still learning. Do you feel like, where do you feel like right now in your business is the biggest struggle? Like, do you feel like, okay, because for me, and I'll tell you a little bit of mine, right, was at first, I'm really good at marketing really good at marketing. Like I can market, sell, make money. I can sell a potato bag. You know what I mean? But the other side of like the customer service, the this, the that, the this, then I, I don't like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not my vibe. Right. <laughs> I, I think it's the same for me. The customer mm. service, I don't, I don't like it either. Yeah. It's like, you want to make the money. You want to do the easy part <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. all the other stuff. You want to leave it up to somebody yeah, else. Yeah, like, Ooh, yeah. Lord, like, I don't, I mean, ugh, but yeah, my I think my thing is social media. Mm. Three years ago, all we had to do was post a picture and go. They <laughs> yeah. want us to make reels. They want us to have all of this bomb content. Yeah. It takes a lot to sell a piece now. Yeah. It takes a lot. And I think that's my struggle right now, social media. Like, I got to get the content and the marketing down pat. Yes. I yes. feel like I do okay. You do good. And it's like, yo, first of all, like I said, me going there, I was like, dang, KB5 every day. <laughs> like, sheesh, right? But it's like, it's the consistency. But like you said, it's the algorithm is always changing. It's always something going on. And you got to stay on top of it. It's the yeah. CEO. Like, the CEO has to be one of the best marketers in the building. Like, for sure, hands down. I agree. And it's it's hard to keep up with it. It's very hard. So it's, what do you what do you do to like keep learning, keep keep keeping? Because somebody's listening to this and like I am K and K is me, right? Like they are really like, girl, I don't like that social media either, right? Like so, what are you doing? Because you know you got to do it. Like it's not even a question because you still posting, you still taking a picture, you still. So what are you doing to adapt? Basically, man. I read books. Mm-hmm. I'm on social media all day just looking at people who's in the same industry as me. Mm-hmm. How are they marketing their brand? And how could I do something similar without copying or mm-hmm. stealing? You know, so I'm always looking at other things. You know, I'm I'm always brainstorming like, let me do this. Let me try this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to try this and see how it works and how they love it. But my thing is... The things I put all my time and energy into, the feedback (laughs) is not what I expected. Right, right, right. But when I'm just like, okay, whatever, let me post this up here. You know, like, okay, let me go ahead and take this picture standing right here. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yep. It does amazing. So now I've learned that just let it flow. Mm -hmm. Just let it flow. Stop beating yourself up. Stop being so hard on yourself about the things you're doing because people love... 
the natural K. Yeah. The down to earth K, the right. transparent K. And I'm over here trying to be perfect K. Right. The perfect K, <laughs> things are not working out it's, for the perfect K. Things are not working out for her. It is not working at all. I love that. So what do you feel like is the like the best advice that you've gotten as a CEO? The best stay consistent. Mm. Stay consistent and don't worry about the non-supporters. Worry about the people who are supporting. Whether your family is not supporting you, your best friends are not supporting yeah. you. Focus on the people who are, the strangers. Focus on those people yeah. who are supporting you. And stay consistent. I feel like staying consistent is like one of the, the best advice I could give to mm-hmm. somebody. Like, you can't start this. Stop and then come back three months later. Facts. Doing it again. And then you're stopping again because you didn't make no sales this month. So you're going to come back a year later. Right. Nah, you have to keep going with what you have. I don't care if you at your last dollar. Fact. You have to keep going. going. And you have to pray. Like, yeah. we can't do nothing without God. Absolutely. Like, we can't do nothing. And that's me. I'm a strong believer in praying. Mm-hmm. Like. No matter what, just and praying like when said, things are good, praying when things, when things are bad. Are bad. <laughs> I'm a double pray, okay? And like you said, like, you can't pray and complain. You can't pray and complain. Like, you know, it's like me going to God and be like, oh, God, I need $5. Oh, them $5 ain't going to do nothing for me. <laughs> but I'm still going to ask for yeah. like. No, like, you have to get up and do some work. Like, okay, you didn't say it's your prayer. God, God going to do his thing. Mm-hmm. Now you get up and do you. But you just laying around study complaining and praying at the same time. That's, right. that's not making no sense. No. <laughs> that's not making no sense at all. Right. Like, if I'm going to complain, I'm not going to pray. Exactly. Facts. I love it. So what can we expect next for K and Cole? Or, K, listen, y'all, K is coming on tour. We're doing a tour or something, right? Right. right. So... <laughs> Actually, I'm actually coming back to Atlanta okay. because I want to work on some uh some bomb content with Rolling Banks. I don't yeah. know if you know Rolling yeah, Banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up next for me. Okay. Some content with him. I love his work. I love everything about him. Yes. And just popping my shit. <laughs> Period. Big K, not the little Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Well, yeah. thank you, K, for coming on the Ghetto CEO podcast. Listen, y'all, y'all better look out for my girl, okay? Because yes, she yes. is coming to take over. <laughs> 2023 is about to be a year, and I, I truly feel it. I touch and agree with you, and I can't wait to see the next level. Like, I think that when we go through stuff and we fight through it, the next level has to be greater. It has like, to there's be. no way, Lord, you done brought me no. this far <laughs> to leave me here. Right? So I know the next level is going to be amazing. But thank yes. you for coming on the Ghetto CEO welcome. podcast. Thank you for having me. Listen, girl. you flew out. Girl, look. Caught a flight with my girls. <laughs> we out of here. <laughs> Period. Okay. <laughs> I love it. So listen, y'all. Y'all got to stay tuned to the next episode of the Ghetto CEO podcast. But listen. Listen, listen, if you're watching over here on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, or something. Okay, send it to some friends, but you're watching on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are, make sure you leave us a review because reviews are important. And I cannot wait to see you on the next episode of the Get a CEO Podcast. Peace out.